Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Okay, before we get into this episode of Friday. I want to remind you that my 2019 mastermind is filling up quickly in terms of the applications rolling in. Now, I've not started my pre-qualification phone calls yet, but remember, this is on a first-come, first-served basis for at least getting your applications in line. I go through them all. I look for the best fit, and then I set up a phone call to see if it's a great fit between you, me, and our existing group. So, if you are at all interested, go to workhardplayhardpodcast.com forward slash mastermind. So the mastermind is the fastest way I know of to 10x your business, up-level your tribe, and get a clear path to grow your business and your relationship to the next level. It's like a significant shortcut for you. So Look at it this way. What if by this time next year, your profits 10X and you spent less time working and had more time with your family and your friends doing the things that light you up? And what if you did it with the highest level entrepreneurs on the planet? And what if you learned all of this while you were experiencing some of the most amazing adventures places, and cities in the world. Stop the what ifs and choose, make a decision to make this happen. So go to workhardplayhardpodcast.com forward slash mastermind and fill out the application. In the mastermind, I'll put you into a group of high level achievers where everyone is at your level or higher, and you'll be in three different masterminds throughout the year going to three different locations and being a part of what I call an experiential learning environment. I learn best by doing cool things with cool people and not in the back of a Holiday Inn conference room. So I redesigned the entire mastermind concept and made it fully immersive experiences. I made the long conference room tables disappear, you know, the one with the mints and the water, it's all gone. So who's it for? Any upper six-figure earner that is at $300,000 or above, or those that have just barely squeaked over their first million and are looking to learn how to get past the multiple seven-figure range year after year. So even if you're just curious, go to workhardplayhardpodcast.com forward slash mastermind and click apply. Do not let this negative self-chatter get in the way. We all have it, by the way. Power through it. Power through it. You can do it. All right, let's get on with the episode. Kimberly Murgatroyd, how are you? And happy freaking Friday. Happy Friday. You know I'm what? Good. 
You know what? What? Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. Actually, I don't feel that way. You don't? No. Well, you're always so freaking positive. It's annoying. No. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No, I don't feel like it's be careful what you wish for. I feel like it's just, this is harder than we thought and it's time to put the money where the mouth is. Well, explain uh, to uh, the people out in TV land exactly what you mean is harder than you thought it is. What's harder than you thought? Well, you know, we we ended the year with stupid ideas time and deciding to sell the 25-year career clinic, you know, income. And we sold the clinic. We're so excited. It's like freedom is on the horizon. You know, you got Moana playing in the background and everybody feels... And that's if you have no kids and you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but that's okay. And you get the point. Everything is exciting and free. And New Year's Eve, we're like, cheers to freedom, bitches. And then, you know, January 1, wake up with a hangover. January 2, we wake up and went, oh, shit. Like, this, we, this is really, this is really, this has really happened. This is really happening. No, it's not happening. It it's, already this, happened. This happened. <laughs> it's over. And so now it's like, what do we do? Okay. Well, this career that you've had for 25 years is now gone. You don't have to wake up and go to the clinic. You don't have to check in with the staff in the clinic. There's nothing to do, which there's many upsides. I got to tell you, I really don't love employees. And having employees is just not my jam. We could actually do a whole show on the fact that we love actually not having employees. By the way, if we did one show on why we do not ever want to have employees again, no one listening would ever open a brick and mortar business with an employee. Let me me digress for just a second because you need people to help you get on to the next level. So we have a team that really a legitimate team that is behind so many things that we do here. But the team is basically independent contractors that are done through Upwork. That are doing something they're passionate about. They love to do it. They're excited about it. They have one role. They work when they want to work as opposed to coming in the office and you know, you've got somebody sitting there, you know, eating donuts and you're like, "Can you put the donuts down because there's actually a patient here right now." You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're so they're punching a clock. They're punching a clock. Thank you. They're punching a clock. So that's a different story for a different day. But we did wake up January 2nd and we had none of that, but we also, you know, this is new for us and when you're leaving something that you've had for 25 years and you're leaving the somewhat stable, not so stable income of it's still an entrepreneur. You know, you're still being an entrepreneur. It's still your own business. There's no paycheck attached. You're the first one there. You're the last one to leave. You're the last one to get paid. You know, it is that entrepreneur life. But I mean, after 25 years, there's stability in that, you know? So we left that stability and went into the great world of. Um, a little bit more unknown and thank God for our network marketing business that has been like the godsend for us to be able to bridge make, to yeah, wet to weather the storm to weather basically. the storm and to you know to make this dream happen. However, now we're in a place where we have to build a new belief muscle and you know now mm, we have to that's really good. Yeah, really good. It's a belief muscle. It's a belief muscle. So like for example, anything you do that's new you're going to second guess yourself over and over and over again. And you slowly have to build belief. How do you build belief? You see other people that are doing it and you, you know, their success and their determination helps you build your belief. You surround yourself with a tribe of people that lift you up and, you know, keep cheering you on and are your sounding board when you need it. You know, I tell you what's interesting about this. I, I, it started reading and I'm I'm not I'm not prepared to go into 
into depth on any of this because it's brand new to me. But for those of you listening, you may have heard of a guy named Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a chiropractor who does a lot of woo-woo stuff now. That's a technical definition. And he does these giant events and he has an app. The app is kind of clunky, but there's a few things that are really kind of cool on it. So he's, um, you know, he's kind of like a wordsmith and he's got some really great things. And so you hit a button and it gives you like this soundbite of what he said. And so I just tested it uh, last night, hit a button. And the first one I got was, come on, believe in yourself already. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then when you do- He's in your brain. He's in your brain. And then when you do the meditation <laughs> at night, part of the meditation, which is really interesting, part of the meditation, he says, look back on the day and tell me where- you didn't believe in yourself. And he brings light and awareness to the times where you had doubt. And so to your point, Kim, so much of what we're doing right now is is stepping into faith because when you don't know something, you're just trusting, you're believing, you're stepping into it. And this is where, this is honestly the side of it that I had not prepared for when I was excited about leaving the profession I didn't want to be in because my focus was on, let me just get out of this. And I know when I get out of this, it's going to be great. And it is great. But what I did not account for is fear and anxiety and doubt and you know, lack of trusting yourself and having to build that muscle you know, to take that, I feel like I've got two people, like there's, there's like the angel on my shoulder and the devil, and I'm like walking around like a schizophrenic going, Sh- <laughs> shut up, Sh- shut up. Just stop telling me not to believe you. No, you don't believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm talking to myself. So that's what you were doing yesterday. It was. So, you know, it's been interesting for us because, and I'm actually, you know, one thing I'm really practicing this year uh, more than I ever have before is when a challenge comes our way, and something seems like it's an obstacle or a wall. I'm really looking at why is this being put in the path? And you know, financially, the way that you know we planned this because plans always work out. Financially, we were like, okay, well, we'll still have some income coming in from the clinic for the first couple of months because you know we we did services last year, blah blah blah, whatever. So we'll still have some income coming in while we continue to build our other income and everything will work out. What we didn't account for was the fact that our staff somehow changed our address to a different address and our mail and our checks weren't coming in. And there's, I can give you a million of these little stupid errors that happened in the last quarter of the year that significantly are impairing our income. And so that plan that we had, all of a sudden we're like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Like it's all going to work out in the end because it's going to happen and it's going to come in, but it's putting us in a pressure cooker in the, you know, in this intermediate time. And so now these fears are coming to light. So like if money was rolling in and everything was just seamless, we wouldn't be dealing with these fears now. We would be saving them up for later, you know? So now... I actually look at this obstacle as an opportunity 
to be able to deal with these weird fears, this belief and all of these things that are um, coming into our head now and get ahead of the game. You know, I am so blessed to have you as my wife. Do you know that? I'll tell you why. I know that. Because because I wake up in the morning and I'm chicken little, okay? I look look up and I say, everybody duck, the sky's falling and you're going to get killed, okay? It's really bad out there. Don't leave the house, okay? And if you met my mother, you would understand why. My mother... If you if you if you call my mother, she she answers the phone. What happened? Okay, Kim does. No, it- can you do Can you do her voice and let's just role play for a second? Okay. How you doing, Rob's mom? Oh, I'm fine, Kimberly. How are you? I mean, I have so much going on right now. How are you? Oh, you you don't sound good. What's going on? Oh, it's my allergies this time of year. <laughs> this time of year is very very bad. I went into the doctor, uh, Doctor Solomon, and he Seal, said, "If you're listening, we love you." No, I went into Doctor Doctor Solomon, and Doctor Solomon said, "Seal, this is this is honestly, I'm going to tell you now, this is honestly the worst allergy I've ever seen. I've been practicing for 120 years. I've never seen ever <laughs> allergies like this. We don't know if your nose is going to make it. Actually, <laughs> this is it by could, the way. This is a peek into my future with it, Rob. It could fall off. It I, could actually fall off. It's kind of like when you have man flu. But yeah, so you're chicken little in the morning. You wake up, the sky is falling, and then what happens? Well, here's my point. My point is that you are so incredibly positive. You know, okay, so let me let me just wrap this in a bow. We made the decision to do this, which we had to burn the boats and go, okay, we're locking the doors on the office. So it's over. So now January 1st rolls around and we have these problems where, you know, the freaking staff plugs the wrong thing in the computer and we don't get any money coming in. I can't go back into the office and fix this like I've done for the last 20 years. I go back in, I fix it. I, you know, I, we have new patients coming in or blah, 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 blah. That's gone. Okay. So I can't do that anymore, which means that the, the it's over and what did the what did the what did the Apollo movies say? Failure is not an option, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yep. so failure is not an option right now. And the reason why I love you is because you are so good at saying this is where we are. We're going to make the best out of this situation, and it's going to be freaking awesome. Okay, and I go, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Just you wait and see how bad it's going to be. And I need you in my life. So Aww. please make sure that you take care of your health because I'll, I'll be living in the streets without, without you. No, you won't. But but the point you're making here, look, so we have obstacles that are coming in all directions. Like I feel like I'm a fireman right now putting out fires left and right. And that heat, like we talk about living at 70 degrees or 72 degrees, right? 72 degrees, no humidity, no bugs, basically Southern California. We talk about living in that that place in life where it's not too hot, it's not too cold. And for me, that, and for you, quite honestly, breeds like not the biggest drive in the world. And so, you know, you and I had a conversation maybe a month ago and I said, you know, I've always been driven by somebody telling me I can't do something. That's a big driver for me. How do I overcome that? And I've been like tormented in my own brain um, about how do I, how do I increase my drive without having somebody tell me that they don't believe in me because I don't want those people in my life and I don't have those people in my life anymore. So how can I possibly tap into it? Well, guess what? Burn the damn boats because that 72 degrees just went to 93.5 and it's getting a little steamy in here. 
And that heat is motivating me and exciting me. And so at night, when we go to bed, I'm like, high five for the wins we had today. Like, you know what we should do for a new ritual? Mm. Every night before we go to bed, we should... When we lay down and you, before you put your mask on and your earplugs, because I'd like you to hear me. <laughs> yeah. Every time, every night we should high five and list our wins for the day and go to sleep with the wins that we accomplished that day in our brain. That's a really good idea, actually. Because I think that celebrating your wins more, I, I am loving this momentum last night. Like last night, I had a, uh, a new business builder came over the house. We did a Facebook Live to launch her business. And you know it was 8 o'clock at night, 8.30. You're putting the baby down. I come out, high five, great work. Like I'm loving this because this is happening because it has to happen because failure is not an option. And that momentum, you have, a, you have a choice. You can go into stressed achieving and be like, oh my God, oh my God, what are we going to do? Or you can go into high fucking five and let's make this the best momentum and excitement around uh, accomplishing these goals that we possibly can. Now, this gal that you brought over last night, she's part of your 2019 yep. new uh, class. class. Of 2019. If people want to be a part of your class of 2019, how do they do it? Well, like, just to be clear, you know, you've probably figured it out. I am in a network marketing company in the wellness industry. Absolutely love it. Rock my world, change my life. And every year I bring in a new class. And this is um, a small group of people that really want to crush it and want to go big. So it's almost full, but yeah. All right. So what is what is the word that you're using? Um, I'm putting you on the spot here because we yeah. haven't talked about this. What is the word that you're using to, I don't want to say get you through 2019, but but it be, you know, having it be the focus, the, mo- the, the, I just gave my word momentum. Momentum. Yeah. Have it be the, the focus, the energy. What, what's the one word that you're using to, to get you through 2019? Intuition. Hmm. Unpack that for me, doll. Intuition, because again, when you have fear creeps in, you know what your gut is telling you to do, but that fear creeps in and is going, don't do it. Don't do it. That's scary. Oh my God, don't do it. So the intuition for me is truly learning to trust that voice and allow it to guide me and say, okay, is this where I'm supposed to be? I'm looking at the signs on the wall. I'm my eyes, my ears, every sense, all the chakras, all the whatever, everything's open to absorbing what is going on around me. And I'm seeing everything for what it is. I don't want to see it better than it is. I don't want to see it worse than it is. I want to see it for what it is, but I want to allow my intuition to guide me. So if I have a conversation with someone and I really feel in alignment with them and like this would be a great fit for what we're doing, even if I'm fearful of they're going to judge me or they're going to think I'm crazy or they're going to think I'm just like trying to sell them or whatever. If my intuition is saying they'd be a great fit for your team, I'm asking them. it, It just is what it is. If someone, if I feel like someone would be a good friend, I'm going, let's have coffee. Like I'm just trusting my gut and I'm trusting my intuition to guide me. I love that. Just to give some practical advice for the people that are at playing along at home. So there's moms with, Is you know- a board game? Yeah, with, there's moms with kids, there's dads with business and not that moms don't have business, but you get the idea. And moms with business. Moms with businesses, dads with kids. There's all kinds of scenarios, but there's You're a lot- You're about to be a dad with kid for the next five days while I'm gone. Ooh, there you go, right? <laughs> we live on the 19th floor. Hope I don't j- jump off. So, uh, but the question, the question, I have for you is how do you 
How do you listen to your intuition with all of the static that's going on in your life? Because you have to calm yourself in order to hear that intuition. Otherwise, you're just hearing, mommy, I want a popsicle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? 800 times in a row. Yeah. Yoga. Mm. Yoga. That's the only... That is where, like, I don't set out in the day, and this is probably going to sound crazy to you because I know you wake up and you have like a checklist of 9,000 things. I wake up and when I go to yoga, I do my meditation. I love the mind-body connection. Uh, that's where I'm, I get the meditation done. And I just am open to whatever my intuition wants to guide me with. And sometimes I go with a question. Sometimes I go with a, you know, just a thought. Sometimes I just go needing to feel a certain way. And that's where, I mean, I, I, it's going to sound so woo-woo and I'm okay with that, but I'm just warning you in advance. That's where like my mat talks to me. <laughs> How do you like that? That's where I just feel like I go there. I'm as wide open as I can be. I'm as quiet and the room is as quiet as it can be. My mind is quiet and then my inner voice speaks. And I can listen to that guiding voice and it'll tell me kind of what I need to do for the day or what I need to do or a decision I need to make. And I'm just learning more and more to trust that inner voice. And the more that I practice hearing it on the mat, the more I can hear it off the mat. Do you have chatter of the things you have to do for the day or the unresolved things that are blocking that voice out? Or have you found a way at this point to go in and surrender the chatter in your head? In yoga? In yoga, yeah. You know the worst time for me? you're going to laugh, is when you take the 815 class, I take the 930, you literally come out of it like a bat out of hell. You go right into your phone. You're like, Kim, and you're like texting me in front of me like shit I need to do. Yeah, That kind of thing, that kind of stimulation immediately prior to going into yoga is really tough. I have gotten good at reducing it and getting it out of my brain. That's why I like to go there 15 minutes before so I can lay in silence because that chatter chats and then stops talking. I am glad you told me that. I'm not going to be texting you. I am so insensitive no, to, your, to your yoga-ness. Yes, no, you're not. So anyway, the, I guess the whole point of all of that is, you know, your mindset, you have an option with your mindset. You can go into fear or you can use that same exact feeling and put it into momentum and put it into excitement. It's your choice. So like for breathing, I'm going to go back to yoga because that's what I do. I br- like I'll practice breathing in abundance and breathing out scarcity. I'll breathe in love and breathe out fear. You know, I go through a gratitude practice every day where I send um, at least three people a message and let them know how grateful I am to have them in my life. I think that is a huge part of releasing that fear because you can't feel fearful and grateful at the same time. So when I feel that fear, I, I really immediately check myself into gratitude. Love this. Okay, so the overall lesson for me is whatever goal that you have right now that you want to accomplish to make a big change in your life, know that when you're on this side of the goal, it's super exciting, it's stressful, but then when it's when it's accomplished and you're on the other side of the goal, you're not the same person. And when you're not the same person, you have to behave in a different way 
to step into this new you that you wanted to be. The old me, as an example, was the chiropractor with the security of the practice. The new me is the guy that is doing podcasting and masterminds and- Going into massive going, uncertainty. Going into massive, all of that is new. So I have to be new and to be new, I have to be willing to break the habit of being myself. That's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 